There is a perfect example of motherhood out there. We've all felt its presence. It lingers in our social media feed, in the products we buy, the answers to the questions we research. Even though we know it's not real, we feel it spotlight what we could be doing better. Join two best friends as they step off the stage of motherhood and go behind the scenes with moms from different walks of life. The Mom Cult Podcast. Real moms, real talk, real tired. Well, we all survived Halloween. That's exciting. What yeah. were your What were your girls? Ella was an anime character. I don't know the name, mm-hmm. but she had real long gray hair with turquoise underneath. Mm-hmm. She wears kind of like this baby doll dress, mm. short black tights, nice black high boots. She looked really cute, actually. That sounds really cute. Yeah, and Addie was a red panda. Ooh, <gasps> Ooh from that movie. Mm-hmm. No, that. not from the movie. Just like a real red oh. panda, like from the zoo. From the yeah. zoo. Or the wild. Like that. Like that. Zoo or the wild, you know, <laughs> wherever you get your red Subscribe. panda bags. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were just at the zoo on Tuesday, so it was in my head. Um, and Imogen, she actually, she wanted to be a werewolf. Ooh. Which was kind of shocking to me. I mean, she really, like, wanted to do the scary thing. Like, she was looking at... F- Full on, right over the head, over the head mask, like terrifying. And then we settled on just like a cap one that kind of you know had hair on the sides, and Mm -hmm. and, but she she didn't wear it, right? (laughs) So she wouldn't put it on. We had the same issue. Uh Yeah, I don't know. It just it felt like too much. So she decided to be what she was for. Halloween last year, again, which was Stitch. Oh, from Halo and Stitch, the mm-hmm. old standby. Yep, yep, yep. Parker was supposed to be Buzz Lightyear, but he was not either. Right? <gasps> yeah. Shoot. Penny was Bluey. Yeah. Which we didn't see in a single other Bluey. I was very surprised. And Ava was a witch. But like a really nice, like my mom just ordered her this witch costume on Amazon. And it looked so good on her. <laughs> like, like, like you should wear that out. <laughs> like like fit wise, she looked good. Yeah, it was just like the length Flattering. of it was perfect. It was so made her look. I don't know, womanly. I guess. Uh huh. Well, weird. speaking of womanly, yeah. If anybody didn't see Joy's costume, you should oh, visit gosh. at Tiffica. That's T I F F I. C-A on Instagram to see her as a A sexy nun. Sexy. (laughs) Really sexy nun. Did you see it? I didn't. Jeremy sent me. Can I look right now? (laughs) Yeah. Jeremy sent me a photo. And he was like, you should wear this for Halloween. And I just laughed. And then two days later, I was trying to figure out costumes. And he was like, oh, I ordered that. I was like, what? How? I mean, like, there's no way this is going to fit me. What cheap Amazon costume fits anybody? But it was actually like, and fit you it did. You <laughs> <laughs> looked fit, <laughs> but no, like my boobs felt conta- you know like contained enough uh-huh. for me not to feel like they were just gonna fall out. Oh my just goodness! <laughs> I just brought it up. I know. Don't pull it out in front of the kids. I found it. That's what she said. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh, um it's very funny. It's good. I well, would say. I think he was just really uh, you know, the last couple of years we've dressed up, I've just been like the most disgusting men. Oh. He was probably 
That's okay. true. Ready. <laughs> yeah. Like one year I was one of the three stooges. Okay. And then another year I was Rob Deerdick from Robin Big. Yeah, but last year. Factory. Oh, sorry. You were what's her name? The girl from, why am I doing this? Why am I going through every costume? And then you were, I know what costume you were next. <laughs> I can't even think of what I was last year. Who cares? Year. <laughs> Who cares? Um, no, you were the girl from Ted Lasso. Oh, oh yeah. Keely. Nice. That's right. We were Keely and Roy last year. Keely. Oh, I, want, I need to, when is season three of that coming out? Not soon enough. Yeah, I not, know. not soon enough. It's therapy, I feel. It really, really makes me happy, yeah. that show. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. Me too. Me too. Um, we barely got through Halloween. We didn't go to the doctor, but based on what we were all feeling, I, we had just like a week of our whole house being down with RSV. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy was bedridden for a couple days. I had it the least. I was still functioning. I just had a cough mainly. And I just, I will continuously think that I am past going to like the dark places and I just I can't believe how just not leaving your house for a certain number of days in a row what that does to a person just when is this day going to be over so we can get to the next day when I'm stagnant for too many days in a row like Mm -hmm. everything shuts down every Mm -hmm. part of me shuts down and then if I'm in it long enough I start to be like, am I ever going to not feel like this again? Yeah. And I just can't believe how how easily that I can sink back into that if I don't have stuff happening around me. Yeah. Does it – I feel like that's pretty – well, I don't know. It just depends on where I'm at, but I know exactly what you mean. I have the exact same feeling. I think it takes me longer to get to the, like, place. Do you feel – what do you feel, Jesse? I mean, I feel like I can go there very quickly. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it, for me, it starts with how the girls are doing. Yeah. So if things are intense between them, which that's most of it, I have such a hard time with conflict. Mm-hmm. So like if, and all three of the girls, like they're just intense feelers. So they play very intensely off of each other. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think that I I hear stories anyway of families with three girls and I do feel like that is a thing. A trend. Yeah. So yeah, I I feel like if things feel out of control in my house, that that's when I can go to a dark place. Yeah, Yeah. That makes sense. It's like, everything in your house starts to pile up around you. Like things just start like just layering on top of you until you feel like, oh, this is just too heavy now for me to try to get out from underneath it. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll look back when I'm doing good. I'll look back on those moments and be like, man, it's like hard to even remember feeling that weighted down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'll, all of a sudden I'll, I'm back in it and I'm like, I don't even I know how I got here, but it just always sneaks up on me. Or maybe there's a couple of days where I think, no, no, I'm, I can fight it off. I can fight it off. And then yeah. at some point it flips and I begin the losing battle. And then it's however many days of that before it's just getting back into the groove of things. Yeah. But man, just losing structure mm. is just, it just blows my mind how much that affects my life. 
Yeah. When I don't have it. Yeah. And I'm reminded of actually the time before when you're, when they're little. And then I like, I think I black all that out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Five days. That's not. And then I'm like, okay. Well, I was like, I have an audio record of me being like, I don't know what life is. Yeah. <laughs> audio record. <laughs> you play a sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> we need a sound pad with just things to remind me. Yeah. Mm. Well, how was your week, Sarah? <laughs> Well, um, <laughs> let me see, because I don't remember. You went to Mississippi. That's That wasn't going to be my check-in. Shut uh, up. Well. <laughs> we had uh, parent-teacher conferences this week for oh, preschool, yeah. which seemed so silly like a year ago. And now I'm like, okay, there was my notebook. <laughs> really serious about it, um, which feels insane. And he's at two schools, so I had two parent-teacher conferences, so I can compare notes. And they are the same, mm-hmm. pretty much exactly the same. He got good feedback, pretty much, but... Since he started one of the schools, they have been saying, like at first when he was little, he, like, I don't know, a year ago, he had less of his verbal communication. I mean, he, with people that were new. Mm-hmm. And now, which, where does he get that? It's so weird know. that he can't express himself <laughs> perfectly clearly. Why is that? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> get the wor- world's best scientists on this one. And they one. come in, they go, oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, and it like really stressed me out. It took him to like a speech place, which by the way, for the record, they said he's perfectly normal. Um, which, what is normal? Okay. Um, but they have thought, like his teachers have been like the first ones. So he's been there, this at this one place, two years. The first ones were like, I feel like sometimes he just really can't hear me. It seems like I know that he's, he is listening and he just, I know he just don't think he can hear me. And I'm like, "Mm, I think he can, but it kind of worried me. And this time I was like, yeah, I've tested that theory. And because the other day I was like, Parker, Parker, and he really does seem like he can't hear you. He's looking down, he's really focused. And you're like, oh my God, you're waving my hand in front of him, all this stuff. And then I go, Mr. Holland's opus, (laughs) just like (laughs) clapping in his face. (laughs) Just like vibrating things on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing, not anything. And then I go, um, (laughs) then I go, poo-poo. And he goes. (laughs) Good tactic. That was brilliant. He really got on his level. Yeah. really spoke his language. (laughs) So now I know Genius. he's for sure. He's just manipulative. Right. Yeah. Nothing just in that way asshole. at least is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my God, mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, and on that like similar note, he was, uh, it's, we did go to Mississippi and I realized like, oh, like so many things that you just won't do at home. You actually can do. It's like he realized that my capacity is only so much. Mm-hmm. It was just he and I traveling to Mississippi. And I kind of talked to him on the way like, listen, you're going to have to help in this way or whatever. putting on his shoes, little things mm-hmm. that he should be doing. Or okay. I don't know, should be. I don't know. Forgive me if I say the wrong thing, whatever. If kids shouldn't be doing. I don't know. <laughs> I know that. Fuck. Yeah. Sorry. That's, that's the journey we're on. It's, we need a bleep. It's a blast. Yeah. Sorry for saying the F word. Um, anyway, he can do more things. So he is capable. Capable and manipulative. Uh-huh. And according to the speech therapy place, therapy? Speech therapy. <laughs> Who needs speech therapy? Above the curve. But by the way, they were like, he doesn't need to come. We don't need to see him again. But we might. What's your schedule? Yeah, what are you doing after? What are you doing after? Are okay, you? Jesse. 
Jesse. <laughs> Moving right along. Let's get out of this shit show. (laughs) While we we can right now. (laughs) Bring us bring us back. Bring us back, Jesse. I hope everyone else is enjoying this as much as I I wish you could see Sarah talk. Like just see her face. Well, my and like the goal is to have (laughs) <laughs> to have video at some point. I oh, yeah. Someone that's, to witness. kind of where podcasts are, like, are heading these days. And oh, yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. Like a group, a, um, a focus group on, you know, what's what's really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Jesse, your nails look great. How are you? <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Before we were recording, I said that you look so fresh that maybe you had a facial look as though you had a facial Mm -hmm. or something else she just (laughs) she just glows that widow glow yeah (laughs) i'm so sorry that she said that was joyce joyce i'm so sorry joy said that (laughs) i it could be it's one of the perks that no one talks about yeah that's what i've heard no actually (laughs) I I have looked back at pictures and videos like right after and I'm like, oh my gosh, I look about 70. (laughs) (laughs) Like truly, like the lines in my forehead and Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, it was all such a blur. Yeah. So I know I wasn't sleeping well and. All of that, but I do have a really good skincare regimen, though. Oh, I do. Mm. Well, forget everything else. Let's. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. That's why it, the first one felt incomplete. We didn't get to your skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't get to my skincare. How was your what, week? How was my week? <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. It is your check-in. How was your week? Um, my week has been good. We actually we have Buzz's sister in town visiting us. And that's been great. You guys get along well? Have you always gotten along? Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's always, I feel like we process a lot still, you know, mm-hmm. even after three years. So that's, I think it's good. I, it is helpful for me. And, you know, it's just, it's so good for the girls to be around his family. Yeah. How often do they get to see his side of the family? I mean, definitely at least a couple times a year. They're all kind of spread out. We went for a fall break to Idaho where his brother and his family live and his mom is there as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's just important for the girls to be with them, you know? Um, Yeah. So we wanted to have you back to what I felt like. I'll just take the reins here. Sure. I would love that. Um, (laughs) Sorry for narrating what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Cut that. Um, I wanted to hear well you just left me wanting more really so I wanted a second part. you get to decide what that means Jesse <laughs> yeah this is a choose your own adventure <laughs> I just felt like it was unfinished in my heart mm-hmm. in my body it just mm. felt my body told me I'm sorry I don't it's beautiful <laughs> you know what I, just, I feel uh, so much pressure right now. No, oh, don't. no, don't feel that. Okay, well. I'm curious. No, um, I'm sort of joking. Oh, I'm, sort of joking. I'm curious as to, like, we had our friend Caitlin on who has always been a single mother. Mm-hmm. And she talked a lot about 
enjoying the freedom part of getting to just go, oh, I'm making the decisions for this family. I don't have to run these by anybody. I don't Mm -hmm. have to compromise, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. especially with Buzz being such a powerhouse of a human. I was just curious if there you do find some freedom in being able to take the reins and do what you want to do. Wow, yeah. that is such a good question. Oh, <laughs> That's what I want to know. You know, I have actually thought about that before, and I would say the answer is yes. I mean, of course, there's so much that I miss about having a partner, mm-hmm. but – there is a lot of our life that is, you know, you're, you're dealing with one less person. Right, simpler. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's probably the best word to, to just say that it, there are many areas in our life that do feel simpler. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, in some of my therapy work that I did, I don't know, for the first year we had moved to Nashville, um, I had gotten a therapist through Music Cares um, the nonprofit music, mm-hmm. um, they're amazing. They actually paid for my therapy, which is incredible. And I also did some EMDR work just to kind of help move through some of the trauma. We love um, that here. Yeah, it's good. It is. It's, it is very helpful. And one of the places that we kind of went to, and I remember one of my sessions was just like, why? Cause I, I kept asking her, I was like, I can't, I'm just having a hard time, like, not having anxiety in the mundane things of life. Mm -hmm. I find myself after dinner, I know I've got to do whatever, baths, make sure homework is done, make sure their backpacks are ready to go, Mm -hmm. then put them all to bed. And by the end of the night, I am not every day, but I just often feel so, so fried. Mm -hmm. Um. And then just, then I get sad. And then I'm like, I don't want to do the dishes. Right. <laughs> even, even though, like, I know yeah. in, in my head that it's only going to take me 10 minutes, maybe. Right, right. And then I can sit down and do whatever I want to do that's going to feel like I'm feeding myself, yeah. you know? You just want to throw a tantrum. First. Yeah, but I just, yeah. yes, like, I get to the point where I'm like, how can I practice, like, thankfulness and gratefulness in in those moments that just feel so overwhelming mm-hmm. that I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It usually is. Just you like know, one thing like that that's like tips, yep. tips the scale. Yeah. Just and like- I, I will say they're, they're just there. And, and I still battle with it at times um, for sure. <laughs> but it, it has been helpful with those moments um, with the MDR work. We kind of just got to the other side of just, again, practicing that thankfulness and gratefulness for like, you know, I have a beautiful home. And one of the things that actually feeds me and serves me is making my space beautiful Mm -hmm. and making it a space that is, is filled with openness and love and nurturing. And I love to host, Mm -hmm. um, so with the EMDR session, we got to the point where it was like, actually, this is a really good thing. Like, don't think of these tasks that in the moment feel so overwhelming mm-hmm. as so overwhelming. Like, mm-hmm. actually switch your brain with it <laughs> and remember what is so, so good about these Dishes. mundane acts. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it, it it is just kind of really taking your thoughts captive, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's... We, we do have the power to do that. And yeah. um, 
Yes. I think which for me, it's so hard to get past like, I'll know that I'll be able to step out enough and know that. And then I'll just get mad that I'm like, oh, it's still, it's still something else I have to do and and work on. It's like, Mm -hmm. and sometimes I just don't want to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. um, The -hmm. thing that on those things, the thing that gets me to complete them, which I don't always, but the prep stuff that's really frustrating to do is the, yeah, the anxiety that I'll think about the anxiety feeling the next day that I'll feel. And then if you like, don't get it done now. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. That's true. And yeah. go like, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to feel that because <laughs> then I'm just extending it into the new day because right. Mm-hmm. It, each we there's, there is joy in the morning if we let it be there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hey mom cult listener. I just got back from Mississippi. So this going to be real country. Um, real quick, what would you think about knocking something off your to-do list while you take a three-minute break? You can do that at Kim Express Car Wash. Close your eyes, black out the world while your car gets super clean. And you didn't hear it from me, but they offer this Camel Clean Car Guarantee, where if you're not entirely satisfied with your wash, you can wash again for free. So technically, you could get a six-minute break. And today you can get that completely free because you listen to Mom Cult. For a limited time, Mom Cult listeners try their best wash free. Their best wash, a $25 value, free. All you do is text code MOMCULT to 30400 and try them out. Visit camelexpress.com to find your camel today. Camel Express Car Wash, delivering the greatest car wash experience every single time. for it and if we talked about this already forgive me but you mentioned yoga earlier do you do and do you have a practice you have a meditation practice or anything like that not to put words in your mouth but something like that that is either daily or you know what else what Um, else what else well i try to have like i call it my quiet time Mm -hmm. Um, I don't do it every single day, but after I get the girls to school, I try to take a half hour, 45 minutes or so to either sit and read or, I mean, uh, the church that we go to has a text that they send because the church community at large kind of stays on the same track of reading Mm -hmm. and meditating on a specific chapter of the Bible. Um, I'm, I'm a Christian if that didn't, what if that wasn't clear. (laughs) Mind blown. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it is really important for me to ground myself in that way. Um, mm-hmm. And if I if I can't or don't take the time to to really s- sit down and again read or meditate or, mm-hmm. or journal a little bit, then I f- I feel it throughout the day. But but I feel like I've I've learned practice the practice of just breathing like. That is enough for me mm-hmm. to recenter myself and remember what is important. Just the practice of breathing and mindfulness. Have you brought so the- that's helpful. Yeah, for oh, sure. Sorry. No, it's okay. Sorry. Have you brought the girls into that? Like, do they are they aware of those things? Yeah, yeah, they definitely are. I would say during the school year, it you know because it's like everybody pretty much sleeps until about seven. And then we really have to leave the house in about a half an hour Mm -hmm. after that. So there's, there's not a routine that's general, you know, we'll sometimes like light a candle and sit together and read a devotional and then just kind of talk, talk about it. 
Mm-hmm. And often I I will read through the, I love, we love the Jesus storybook Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we'll read like a chapter of that a night. Mm-hmm. Um, and it always, it just, it does evoke so much conversation. So I feel like I can look at my journal and when I'm like, I can tell the pockets of time that I I'm not staying up with it yeah. every day. Right. And be like, oh, I wasn't doing well. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so weird because they feed into each other. If I'm not doing well, I don't want to like do my morning pages or journal. And when I am doing well, I'm really on top of it. Yeah. It's just really hard to stay on top of it when I don't want to. But I also know that like it's going to hell. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the biggest challenges for me, and I think that I maybe touched on this in the first episode, is that I really have had, or I realize now looking back at the last three years, I've had a hard time figuring out in kind of my new life mm-hmm. what it is I what it is I need, mm-hmm. like what really is gonna f- feed me because right. I feel like I I there's just been a lot of mundane life that has had to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. I mean, logistically, mm-hmm. for sure, with like finances and the publishing company and all the different things that I've had to learn how to manage. I mean, I have, right. I have people that that are helping me with all of that. It was a lot but, to take over. Yeah. 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 And I, I am the type of person where like, I mean, I remember in college, my senior year, I lived in a huge house with like 11 other theater majors. Wow. Jeez. It was a terrible idea for me. Yes. Well, only mostly because I'm like, I, I mean, I was a theater major, but I, but I like, I like order. I like consistency and every single person (laughs) that was in this house, except me could care less about any of that. I mean, the place was just always a disaster and couldn't even start a paper or like memorize a script until my room was completely clean. Like Mm -hmm. I would scrub, I would like do baseboards. I would like organize my desk absolutely perfectly because I just needed my space free Mm -hmm. so that I could focus my brain on Mm -hmm. whatever it was I was needing to, to do. And I, I am still that way, but I have like 10,000 more responsibilities and you know, now yeah. three other humans that I'm like managing all their stuff. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's part of adulting, right? Yeah. It really is. Um, I don't know if you feel this way, but I was saying maybe on a different episode that Ava being the age that she is, is starting to feel like I have a roommate that's just not pulling their weight. And totally. Like the rage that I feel yeah. from constantly trying to manage her mess around the house yeah. is so frustrating. It's just like a whole nother. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well, it's just, I feel like it's hard to find the patience. Mm -hmm. And a dear friend of mine said to me once, you know, we have to train them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have to train our kids. And that takes consistency and diligence and commitment. (laughs) Well, then I get the anger is then also, again, it's on me because Mm -hmm. I'm the one who's setting the example, or I have to stay on top. If I want something to change in her behavior, like if she keeps up with her room or if she puts her dirty clothes in the hand, whatever it is, 
that's up to us to stay on top of. Yeah, exactly. The consequences of her not doing that and mm-hmm. all of that is just a whole nother branch of energy that I feel like I never have. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm frustrated at her, but I'm also frustrated at me because I know if I really want it to change, I'm, it's res- on you. I'm, I'm responsible yeah. for, for being consistent about that. And then I just crawl to bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. I give up. Never get out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you think are any of your girls showing signs of? I was going to ask of that. wanting the order the same the way that you do. Ella actually, which she is like the messiest one, mm-hmm. and the one that just every single time fights picking up after herself. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, "Mom." We need to like label all my clothes. We need to label my drawers, and and I re- I really want my closet to be organized. Okay. <laughs> Did she watch the like, home edit? Yeah. <laughs> Ava can't watch anything without Did twenty minutes in. She's gone. Me either too. Reorganizing her room or trying to bake something or doing a science experiment. Whatever she's watching. Yeah. She can't stay still. Yeah. Yeah, I think with Ella right now, she we just I just switched the girls' bedroom. So she's actually in the smaller bedroom, which makes more sense because she doesn't have to share a room. But we switched dressers and closets, and now everything is kind of out of order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean it's only been like two weeks, but she's she like feel I think she's just feeling that chaos of mm-hmm. like, I don't know where anything is. Like my sweatshirts are supposed to be in this drawer, but they are not in this drawer. And <laughs> you know, and she also she's also becoming very, very fashion. Oh yeah. Um conscious. Yeah, just conscious. She's like this is these are the colors that I like and this is these are the looks that I like and she I love that. This morning she just said I really want to get bangs, mom. And I was like, "Oh, are you sure? Like, are you going through something traumatic?" Right yeah. passage. <laughs> I was like, "Well, she doesn't have my curly hair, so it may be easier because yeah. I've tried bangs before and it just I don't It's I mean, a journey. It is. It's not, it's, it's not meant for everyone. Oh, it's not. It's I it's, am one of those. <laughs> um you can cut this out, but I it, every time I get I have bangs, usually I look better with bangs. I don't know that I look better with curly bangs. I don't I'm not fishing for compliments. I do have curly bangs right now. It is like a journey. It takes with any new person. Bangs are the hardest part. I just had to switch hair people again. I had the, a perfect person for like a year after like three years of not the perfect person. Mm-hmm. I told her what not to do, and then she just did exactly, mm. literally exactly that in the moment. And I go. Okay, here we go. We're going to be doing this for the next yeah. six weeks anyway. So. Shoot. You're feeling now. Are you doing better? Um, they look better curly than they did straight. They looked really, they look, oh God. And I don't know. Mm. I mean, it's just, I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's just going to take yeah. some time. Yeah. You know, well, you know. Yeah, I do Jessie know. It's going to take yeah, some time. Jesse knows. It takes, it takes time. I, one time when Ella was in kindergarten, I, got bangs <clears throat> and the, my hairdresser like totally straightened my hair. So I look, I just, I looked very different and they were short and like very straight across. So mm-hmm. not like swoopy bangs or anything. Like a very small population that can get away with the straight across. Right. That's what these are. Yeah. She guessed That's what she did. Yeah. Well, I on. pull up to pick her up and she looks at me <laughs> and she starts sobbing. Oh, that would be what I would do. I mean, not because like, of your, you, look, you know what I mean? I mean, it was so overwhelming for her. Mm. 
And she finally, you know, the her teacher like ushered her into the car and she's like, Mom, why did you do that? <laughs> so I think Parker would cry like that too. Yeah. I, I um, mean, I haven't gotten banged since. I mean, I don't really care what she thinks about my hair. Sure. Right. But of course, of course. It was it was a very intense do you reaction agree? that I was not mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. That is an interesting thing. And Parker will be like, if I have my hair up, he'll go, take that off. Take that off. <laughs> or like he wants it up in certain scenarios. And I think it's based on when he wants it to be. It's and funny. also he should be cleaning up his own playroom. But um, Eric often does it at the end of the night. Mm. And around Halloween, we weren't doing it as much. And the other day in the morning, he came in and he goes, mom, mom, come in here. What's all this mess? <laughs> Who dumped oh. this out? And I was like, you did. You did, bro. You you did. And he was like. <laughs> No, it's somebody dumped – like he was just yes, confused. How it was, why was this not – is somebody yeah, going to – That's hilarious. Not, anyway. Um, I want a more specific version of this question because I feel like I kind of asked it at the end of the last episode. But either through therapy or through just the grief itself or just the time, do you have any – I don't know if you had any big revelations or realizations about things you used to worry about as a mom before he passed away as opposed to now, or is it all still like, you know, it's still motherhood and all the same things are still going to be challenging. I just didn't know if there were any Mm. kind of broader things that you were like, Oh, you know what? Because I've lived through this experience, a, B, or C no longer affects me. Like that doesn't, it can't affect me the way that it used to. Right. Oh gosh. I feel like I could go in many different directions with that answer, but I think. Well, just follow your heart, you know. Listen to your body. Take a moment. <laughs> Do a little dance. Get some bilateral. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Have a pouch. Uh, <laughs> so I think that. I had to grow up in a way, <laughs> like faster, you know, I mean, we're all like mm-hmm. life, I, I feel like it's safe to say, you know, yeah, we're all just growing as we get older, hopefully, mm-hmm. if we're yeah. in, in tune with self-care and, and working through all the things that life brings. And I, I do remember getting to a point after we moved to Nashville and just going, I it is not serving me to think about disciplining my kids. And I mean, I do discipline my, th- my kids. I, right. I stop my thought. <laughs> don't be, don't be bold. Um, just whatever that, just whatever that, trajectory you yes, were on. Yes, it was, like, yes. This isn't like, the most important thing anymore. Yeah, well, just that I, I have to look at how I'm parenting completely different because I right. don't have a male in my house. Right. I don't have a male energy and a father's discipline. And I just remember being like, I'm going to pray for wisdom and and pray that God gives me the strength to give each of the girls what they need Mm -hmm. because I can't change what has happened. (laughs) (laughs) And you could either, like I'm saying this to myself, like I remember thinking you can either like you can collapse. You you can let yourself like fall apart or you can accept the challenge and know that 
one, God is with you and that you have community, you have family, you have friends who, who know you and believe in you and know that you have the strength to be what the girls need. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing as a believer, I've really had to like grasp that like these, like God has entrusted the kids with my three daughters with me and Buzz. And this is, this is what we've been dealt with as a family. And there can be peace in that. Like Mm -hmm. I can rest in that, that this was the plan for whatever reason. And there is strength in knowing that they are God's children that he has entrusted me with. And and you're capable that I am. Yeah. That I am capable that like they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be my children if I couldn't handle, g- it. handle it and give them what they need, even right. amidst such a tragic, horrible loss, yeah. you know, I think at the end of the day where, where I always go to joy is, is just like, is, is my faith. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I feel like I have been able to just rest in the messiness of all of it and just go, it's at, it just like, like we said last week, it's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. And you, you can find strength in that place. Right. Like, like there's actually power in that. Right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like just going, it, it is okay to not be okay. It is okay to mess up. It is, it is. And there are, there are ways to always redeem it. Mm-hmm. You know, like when, when I do mess up, one of my biggest things that I try to do is say, I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> to my kids because I certainly am not perfect and I am not going to do it well or right every single time. And, and I really think that that has affected how they view me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause I'm sure, like you said, when Buzz was around, he was probably the more disciplinary parent. And so you, I was going to ask if you fell on more of the other end of that spectrum, like you were softer with them to balance, mm-hmm. to balance out his parenting. And For so sure. now you're having to fill the gap of trying to find that new balance of you providing both of those things and mm-hmm. how that's affected them watching you become more of a disciplinarian yeah, than you assertive. used to be. Yeah, than yeah. I used to be. Oh, for sure. And I think, I mean, going back to his, to the disease that he had, you know, he was very, very harsh with the girls. I, I often felt like, man, they're like, I know this is not who this man is because mm-hmm. he was he he just didn't have patience a lot of the time. I, I would I would actually venture to say most of the time, which is so sad. Yeah. Um, but he he didn't have patience with the the training, you know, mm-hmm. the training type discipline right. of whatever, using your napkin instead of your shirt to wipe off your mouth. Mm-hmm. Like I remember things like that used to set him off. And yeah, I, I would always, I would try to compensate. Mm -hmm. And so I think, yeah, that that's really good insight, Joy, to kind of the journey of it for me. I feel like I have had to, as a single parent, figure out where in the middle is, is best, you know? And so I still think that there, I mean, there, it's still, (laughs) it is definitely a work in progress. Like there are days that I just feel like my kids don't respect me. Mm Mm-hmm. They are being jerks yeah. to me. 
but that's on me. <laughs> like I, I really, like I have a deep conviction that like, it is my responsibility <laughs> Right. To figure no, this out. Like right. how do, how I do the I, adult. yes, the I am I the am adult. The adult. <laughs> I, adult. <laughs> it's just so, so hard because yeah. we still have the urges and tendencies to want to storm out of the room, to want to get our frustration out in a, probably an unhealthy way. Yep. Like we, we're still, to like scream said, like still, a lunatic still, at them. Yeah. We're still growing <laughs> like, <laughs> as humans ourselves and man, they just are testing us all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But what you said is so important that, um, well, you said a lot of important things just then, but the repair part, the coming back around mm-hmm. and saying that, um, that's what they tell me. It's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, literally the most important. Yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, and I think that is such a nugget of gold in, in being a human mm-hmm. is allow redemption to happen because that that just levels the playing field, which actually brings healing and safety and growth, you know? And yeah, again, just the power, like it gives, I'm not giving my children power when I say, I'm sorry that I handled this situation this way, but saying I'm sorry does like provide a new foundation to build from. Right. And if you're if you communicate and talk through a situation with your kids of your failures and your, you know, sinfulness as a human, I I just think that that for kids, it softens how they look at, at life and it gives them again, kind of this, this power to rebuild and grow and do things different on their part next time. I just know that in my family with my girls in the single mom place that I've been in, I always find goodness when there's an apology Mm -hmm. after a mess up. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we teach our kids, right? I think, I don't know. And I'm just saying that to encourage moms who are in our kind of demographic, our generation of mothers, like, I don't, I don't think that our moms... No, I don't learned how to do that or dads. Yeah. And I mean, I remember actually sitting in a therapy session with Buzz. There was something that happened with Ella and, and I just explained to the therapist, we were kind of doing a check-in. Mm-hmm. And when I was done sharing what had happened and, you know, that I had apologized and how sweet it was, there was a redemption after it happened. And Buzz just was like, I don't, I don't think I ever heard my parents, either of my parents say they were sorry ever mm-hmm. to each other, to us, to, yeah. and it was like this revelation for him. It wasn't, it, that wasn't like what he was, <laughs> I mean, I think he just like was surprised Yeah. and it was like this revelation for him in that moment um, because we'd had conversations about, you know, making things right with our kids when we messed up, but mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely, I it definitely feels like our generation of moms, that that's something that we are actively trying to change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To own it in the moment and say, sorry, then. Mm -hmm. Or just to let your kids see you as just another human trying to get through life and do it the best that we can. And that we also lose our tempers. Like they're also seeing that what they're feeling isn't a crazy thing to feel if they're seeing us do that. 
And it's like, oh, okay. It, it can normalize that behavior for them as well to know that they're not alone in how strong their feelings feel inside their body sometimes. Yep. But the older they get, man, I'm constantly shocked by the pushback she's starting to give me. Yeah. And it's, it's so new that I, is she nine? 10, 10. Yeah. I, I, so Ella is 11 and there is a clear shift that's happening in her right now Mm -hmm. with the pushback. Like she's really not pushing back as much. And I think I do. I think, I think it's the age. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, well, there's hormones, more opinions. Yeah. Their bodies are starting to change, but like you were saying, just with her, having more of a style and having more, she's becoming more sure (laughs) of herself and how she feels and what she wants. And so Mm -hmm. she's standing her ground Mm -hmm. more. And I feel so (laughs) ill-equipped. But you are equipped and you, you need to, to know that. I think parents have to be confident in what they're giving to their kids. Yeah. Because, because, Kids, I, I like to say, it's like they're closer to heaven because they just came from there or wherever they came mm-hmm. from, you know. Um, so they have like like these spidey senses that, and they don't know that they're being manipulative, mm-hmm. but because it's our responsibility to train them, they're like, they can really act on those little. Yeah, a lot of exploring. Yes. <laughs> like, is, where what, is my power? What happens yes. when I do they, this? Yeah. <laughs> Hey moms, pardon the interruption. Just wondering if you've ever found yourself like on a random Tuesday with nothing planned for dinner and a pit in your stomach, guilt that you're about to order pizza for the seventh time in two weeks. I've I've never done that. I'm just wondering if if you've ever done that. Um, Well, what if you could have something like, I don't know, handmade pasta, sauce, meatballs, ready to heat and serve in like four minutes? then you should check out Mr. Aaron's Goods. It's family owned and operated. The whole thing could not be cuter. And for a limited time, MomCult listeners get 20% off their entire purchase. Just use code MomCult to check out on MrAaronsGoods.com. That's M-R-A-A-R-O-N-S-G-O-O-D-S.com. They offer pickup Monday through Friday at TKO in East Nashville. Free delivery in East Nashville on Saturdays. Just use code MOMCULT on MrAaronsGoods.com and get the goods delivered right to your door. Um, sorry, were you going to... Mm-hmm. I've apologized every time I've spoken. I know. Why do you do that? I'm eternally working on it. <laughs> eternally. I'm actually... I've, I've made some progress, but um, with you specifically, like I just... I mean, Honestly, I want to like really honor your story and what you're saying. And so I'm, maybe with somebody else, I maybe wouldn't, I would be a little harsher right now just because I'm working on that, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Well, Sorry. that's very, that's really. <laughs> okay. First of all, thank you. That's very, I mean, I do understand where that is coming from, but I will tell you <laughs> one of the things that has really driven me nuts with what has happened Mm. to us is that people apologize to me all the time Mm. for complaining or Mm -hmm. sharing something that they're frustrated about or that went wrong in Mm. their lives. And I think I said this last time. One of the things that terrifies me is that I, I I have reasons to live my life as a victim. I don't want to do that. Yeah. 
Because we all have things that we've been through. Like I, I often say it's all relative, right? Like you lost your brother, yeah. Sarah, you know? Well, and yes, it's been many years since that happened, but that is a grief and a trauma in your life. And there's not one person that hasn't had something right. really intense or awful happen to them that they have had to work through. And and I I know like the, the people that do say that they're sorry. And I know, again, I know where your heart is when you say that to sure, me, yeah. but, but I... But you also don't, don't want that to be what people think about when they think right. about yes, you. Yes, I don't know because I I feel like, and maybe this is <laughs> maybe this is wrong, but I actually feel like because of what I've been through and because I feel like it has strengthened me in ways that I could have never imagined, that I can actually be the person to right. to like talk through and 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 maybe help in a situation, yeah, you know, you, if it's something yeah. specific. Like, right. You want sure. people to see you as the resilience and the... And, and to almost like not take advantage, but just right. utilize what my experiences have been and like bounce things off of me. Mm-hmm. And so don't stop and apologize right. for feeling bad yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Don't does, be, does that make yeah. sense? Don't be like, gentle with me. Yeah. Spar with me because I've yes. been in the shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've always thought that the difficult things in my life, those or anybody's, they, they expand your ability for empathy and mm-hmm. your breadth for understanding people. And that for me is the way to see things as a gift mm-hmm. constantly, yes. like every one of them. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. So I love that outlook. That's good. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, in like youth group, anyone around me that was young, like middle school, and you'd have these kids who had this really strong testimony because like their parents got divorced or I was always so jealous because I was like, my life has been fine. I have like no adversity I've had to overcome yet. I love that story about you. That's really funny. Would you ever just like make up scenarios in your head about what you wish your testimony was? (laughs) (laughs) How much time we got? Should we we wrap? I feel like that's Uh, a good place. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, pop culture corner. Yeah. Yeah. And also, maybe at the end, I just want to do our say the intro also. Oh yeah, we didn't really do an intro. Just, I'm Sarah Parker. Mm -hmm. How about I'm just I'm Sarah. Hey y'all, I'm Sarah, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Especially when Jesse's here. I'm not usually this sorry, but today I'm real sorry. <laughs> That's really good for me to hear. But it's like I need to hear it from <clears throat> every individual person that I am feeling that about. Like, you don't have to say that. And sometimes when people say right it, it's in. like I don't even hear it. But I really heard what you said. That makes sense oh you know what what pop culture corner (laughs) pop culture corner (laughs) 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 oh my gosh okay um what are we doing today i literally wrote a note to you not y'all you joy and um What's your name again? Just kidding. Jessie. I knew it. I knew it. I had it already. I swear. You don't, don't say it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, this help. is for you, the listener. Bachelor in Paradise I'm watching. 
which is really one of the, if you're going to get into the bachelor franchise, you should, that's where you should start. That's the one. Yes. Okay. It's, it's just really funny. And they put just all these, they pick people because they're crazy Mm -hmm. and put them on a beach all together and they're just sweaty and just so many things. It's really funny. But my thought is that the women this season are like all gaslighting the men and the men are the good guys. And I'm curious if the guy that makes that show did that on purpose because he seems like a really terrible person. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, yeah, Mike Fleiss, he seems like really <laughs> oh. horrible. By like, name. Just, like, like, yeah. Screw terrible. you, Mike. <laughs> F you, Mike. I'm curious if you guys have heard about, I don't know if this is pop culture, but whatever, psilocybin trips. What, do you, what are your thoughts on psilocybin mushroom trips for therapy? I was going to say, I don't know what psilocybin means. Mushrooms. Um, like just I've, a specific kind of mushroom? No, like, well, I mean, or I guess, the main yes. mushroom that people would. Yeah, well, I've heard that it opens your heart. It can be like really transformative, really good way to do therapy, blah, blah, blah. And Eric and I were talking about it and he's like, you know, fine with natural things like that. But he was kind of... Mm, not super negative about it, but he was just like, you do want to do that? Let's kind of, what? And I thought that was interesting. And I feel like there's probably a lot of misconceptions about it. And I'm not trying to like break it down and do an ad for psilocybin therapy. I just thought, <laughs> wondered if y'all had thought about it casually. Yeah. No, I did watch, we watched the first episode of that show. The, oh, yeah. What's it called? Uh, how to Open Your Mind or something? Something like that. Change Your Mind. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't, I can't even remember what the first drug was that they were talking about but even what i learned about in the that first episode just so much information i had no no idea that it had been like in switzerland for Mm -hmm. however many years they've been using this on their patients and it's been really helping and then Mm -hmm. you know then the story shifts and becomes just labeled as something bad we're in like another country they call like the miracle drug or whatever Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have several friends who've, who've mm-hmm. done like the one like major trip, mm-hmm. but then I've, I've also been hearing more about the, like the micro dosing, mm-hmm. which apparently can be really helpful as well. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of helping retrain your neural pathways and all of that. It's not really something that I feel called to look into at this point. <laughs> yeah. But never say never. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know. A couple more years with these kids by herself. Yeah. Who knows? Um, Who knows? I also heard that um, it, like MDMA, like ecstasy is being approved and maybe next year for therapy also, just as an aside. Anyway, Crazy. moving on. And we are not, we don't endorse <laughs> <laughs> drug use on this podcast. Um, and, well, geez. This is not the most fun pop culture corner. I'm glad I put that Bachelor in Paradise part in. I've got one more thing really quick. Okay. Have y'all watched the Nexium documentary? Did you watch The Vow? The Vow? Oh my gosh. No, just, well, I'm, I'm in the second season. Yeah. I'm, I'm not caught up. I think I've got one that I haven't watched, but yeah. I have loved I Yeah, I, I have not watched it. Maybe I will start that tonight because I familiar? need a show. Did you watch first season? Mm-mm. Um, are you familiar with the, with, I don't the know. The premise? Yeah. No. Generally? Not really. Um. Well, it's kind of irrelevant, I guess. I just, I'll be like, oh yeah, I get why people would subscribe to this. And then mm-hmm. I get so frustrated by it. And it's just this uncomfortable mm-hmm. thing. Eric thinks that I would, I would have joined it, but he's wrong <laughs> because I, they're too like um, definite about everything that they think. But I do 
subscribe to a lot of the things that they right the like community pieces. they've built they've built and like the mm, no, not, not that part but there is like a very <laughs> much like a not being a victim like yeah, there is yes that's all you, really you, yeah. you can tell that they're all genuinely like we're just trying to better ourselves yeah there just happens to be yeah someone that is yeah taking advantage right the esp like that company or, or the way that that was run that seems like that wasn't such a bad thing it's like right. this company and then this other thing like a club that got associated with and then this other like sub club that's even more like crazy sinister and that's maybe what spurred all the things so it's interesting yeah it's a lot to check it it out. Is. it's an ad for nexium <laughs> yeah <laughs> we give you a discount code to join yeah. nexium <laughs> That's all I got. We were trying to change the format of um, Pop Culture Corner, but I think I've, you know, maybe that works, but maybe I'll pick like funnier, <laughs> lighter topics. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of literally cut all that. I love you guys. Love you love you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you.